Chapter 3 of St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ by St. Bonaventure. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 3 The Incarnation of Christ and the Angelical Salutation of the Blessed Virgin. When the fullness of time was come, and the most blessed trinity had deliberated on the means of providing for the redemption of mankind by the incarnation of the word christ resolved to take flesh of the blessed virgin through his immense charity with which he loved mankind his mercy moving him and paying a particular regard to the instances of the celestial spirits when the blessed virgin was returned to nazareth almighty god called to him the angel gabriel and said to him go to our best beloved daughter espoused to joseph the dearest to us of all our creatures and tell her that my son delights in her form and hath chosen her for his mother request her to receive him joyfully for i have decreed to save mankind by her means and to blot out of my memory the injury they have done me and here gentle reader let me once more repeat my former advice be mindful and take such notice of what you read as to render yourself as it were present to every passage herein related but particularly in this place fix god before your imagination in the best manner a corporeal being is capable of conceiving an idea of his incorporeal substance conceive him that is as a mighty sovereign seated on his awful throne the paternal and benign affability of whose majestic countenance spoke in him a disposition towards reconciliation or rather reconciliation itself imagine him i say thus disposed to utter the above-mentioned words while gabriel with serene and cheerful aspect prostrate on his knees in a devout and reverent posture listens attentively to the divine embassy that received away the angelic messenger hastens from the celestial regions and in the borrowed dress of human likeness quick as thought presents himself before the holy virgin mary in the inmost recess of her little habitation yet not so expeditious was his flight but that the blessed trinity anticipating their ambassador were in the happy mansion before him for this you must take along with you that though the person of the son alone was made man yet the whole sacred trinity was concerned in his incarnation the father and the holy ghost cooperating alike in this august and unutterable mystery here then be specially attentive and as if present to everything that is said and done endeavour to comprehend every circumstance that passes oh what scope may not this subject afford your meditation what reflections may you not gather from that little mansion where such personages are assembled and such ineffable mysteries wrought by them for though the sacred trinity be undoubtedly always everywhere present 
yet in this place at this juncture it was present in a more singular and ineffable manner than usual on account of the supernatural and unspeakable work then and there effected the angel gabriel then arrived at the holy mansion and entering to the blessed virgin thus the faithful proxy began his message hail full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women to which not a little disturbed she made no answer her disturbance however proceeded not from any guilty disorder within her neither could it be occasioned by the angelical vision such kind of visits being from their frequency become familiar to her but to speak in the words of the evangelist she was disturbed at the angel's speech that is perplexed in thought at the novelty of this salutation so unlike his usual manner of greeting her nor could the humble virgin be other than disturbed at the triple commendation included in his angelical salutation to hear herself commended for that she was full of grace that the lord was with her that herself was blessed above the rest of her sex was more than one so rich in humility could hear without a blush of concern her discomposure then was wholly the effect of a virtuous and becoming bashfulness accompanied with a fear of too easily giving in to the belief of what she heard not that she in the least mistrusted the angel's veracity but because it is ever the faculty of the truly humble to tend to perfection by examining into and magnifying their defects while they either remain wholly insensible of any merit in themselves or see it through the lessening end of the perspective thus as becomes a prudent fearful and modest virgin our blessed lady remained silent returning no answer to the angelical salutation as if not knowing what to reply learn from her example the study and practice of silence a virtue of the greatest utility to such as are endowed with it the vice contrary to which is so odious in all but especially in women and more in young ones and virgins that this sacred pattern of modesty could not prevail on herself to make any answer till she had heard the angel twice utter his mysterious message nor even then could she have resolved to break through her wonted silence but that the sacred messenger apprised of the cause of her despondency encouraged her in the following words fear not mary nor be concerned at the encomiums i render you why should your modesty blush to receive the praises justly due to you you are not only full of grace yourself but even born to be the means of restoring all mankind to the grace of god which they had lost for behold you shall conceive and bring forth the son of the most high who has chosen you to be an instrument of the salvation destined to all who put their trust in him this said the blessed virgin waiving the subject of her praises was solicitous to know the manner in which this all could be done which she could not but be anxious about 
on account of her virginity which she was resolved never to part with wherefore she requested the angel to acquaint her with the manner of the conception in the following words how shall this be effected upon me who have dedicated myself to god by a vow of perpetual virginity it will be brought about replied the angel by the singular and ineffable operation of the holy ghost by whose power you will be replenished and conceive without prejudice to your virginity and therefore will your son be called the son of god for nothing is to him impossible in proof of which know that by the same power of god your kinswoman elizabeth though old and barren is now six months gone in her pregnancy of a male child here imagine yourself in the divine presence and contemplate how the blessed trinity graciously waiting the answer and consent of their beloved daughter was delighted to behold her graceful decency of behavior and the modesty of her expressions with what wisdom and attention does the angel employ his heavenly eloquence to persuade her and with what sweetness reverence and affability he bends before her as his awful mistress faithfully executing his embassy and attentively observing her words that he may reply to them in a manner becoming her dignity his office and the will of the almighty and finally with what a becoming deportment mixed with graceful bashfulness of countenance she receives the sudden and surprising message without being elated by it she attributes wholly to the divine grace the wonderful encomiums bestowed on her though such as were never given to any other mortal consider attentively this and learn from so great a pattern to behave with modesty and humility without which purity itself is of little signification but to return to our subject the blessed virgin after hearing the forementioned words of the angel with a prudence equal to the rest of her conduct gave her consent and as her revelations declare kneeling with her hands joined in a devout posture said behold the handmaid of the lord be it done to me according to thy word at the same instant the son of god passed entire into the virgin's womb took flesh of her and still remained entire in the essence of his father however you may for piety's sake imagine that the son of god undertaking this laborious embassy of obedience reclined and recommended himself to the father and that in the same instant his soul was created and infused into the womb of his mother so that though he afterwards grew in the womb as naturally as other children are wont to do yet he received not like them any increase of faculties in his soul or diversity in limbs being then as perfect god and perfect man and equally wise and powerful as he is now but to return to the angel gabriel to accompany the blessed virgin in her devotion kneeled for a while 
and then rising profoundly bent himself to her in a respectful manner to take his leave after which he vanished immediately the blessed virgin now alone all in raptures and more than usually inflamed with the love of god began to be sensible of her pregnancy wherefore throwing herself again upon her knees she returned god thanks for so great a favour and with most humble and fervent supplication besought him to vouchsafe her the instructions necessary to render her capable of acting her part towards her son free from any defect or imperfection meditate then on the greatness of this day's solemnity let your heart rejoice and the day be crowned with holy mirth a day hitherto unheard of since the beginning of time a day devoted to the honor of god the father who celebrates the nuptials of his son espoused to human nature which he has inseparably united to himself a day sacred to the wedding of the divine son and to his entrance into the virginal womb through which he has to pass into the world a day solemn to the holy ghost by whose singular and wonderful cooperation the work of the incarnation was effected and whose extraordinary benignity this day began to show itself to mankind a day of glory to our blessed lady who on the same was acknowledged and assumed by the father for a daughter by the son for a mother by the holy ghost for a spouse a day of rejoicing to the whole heavenly choir on account of the work of their reparation commencing from it but more especially to mankind on account of their salvation redemption and reconciliation for on this day properly was the whole human nature exalted and deified on this day the son submitted to the new command of his father in the work of our salvation on this day coming forth from the highest heaven he exalted like a giant to run his race and entered into the virginal garden of his mother's womb on this day he was made one of us and becoming our brother began to sojourn among us on this day the true light descended from heaven to expel away our darkness and disperse the clouds of our ignorance on this day the bread of life which enlivens the world was truly perfected in the sacred tabernacle of the virginal womb and the word was made flesh to dwell amongst us lastly on this day the long continued cries of the holy patriarchs and prophets were heard and their fervent desires fully accomplished they cried aloud with an inexpressible earnestness saying send forth o lord the lamb the ruler of the earth isaiah 16 drop dew ye heavens from above and let the clouds reign the just chapter forty five would o god thou wouldst burst the heavens asunder and descend chapter forty four lord incline thy heavens and descend psalm one hundred and forty three 
show us thy face and we shall be saved ibidem seventy nine these with infinite others of like nature to be seen in holy writ were their repeated instances for the approach of the solemn day which they so ardently expected this day gave the first beginning to every joyful solemnity and is the only true source of all our real happiness for though hitherto almighty god has been justly incensed against mankind for the transgression of their first progenitors yet from this time his anger against them shall cease at the sight of his only son made man for their redemption hence is this day so justly styled the fullness of time that is a time of grace and redemption to man and hence also may we deem the wonderful greatness of this most solemn and ineffable mystery where all is profitable and sweet all is gay and decent all is pleasing and desirable in a word where all is so sublimely sacred that it requires our inmost devotion to treat of it our purest transports to solemnize it and our profoundest veneration to adore it let such then be the heads of your meditation make them the scope of all your pleasure and choose them for your frequent and favorite amusement for who knows but the lord may recompense your pious practice with more ample scenes of heavenly knowledge End of chapter 3